Buenos dias from Big Creek. This is a Rorschach Venezuela update from the 26th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Venezuela. The exclusion of Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua from the Summit of the Americas remains controversial. A few days before the summit, countries such as Mexico and Bolivia have publicly expressed their disagreement. Panama recently advocated for a more inclusive summit, citing that when the summit was held over there, the historic greeting between Barack Obama and Raul Castro took place. So far, and despite requests from several countries, Venezuela, Cuba, and Nicaragua are still not allowed to participate in the summit. Moving on to some news on lifting sanctions against Venezuela. Republican Senator Margo Rubio of Florida stated in a recent op-ed that Joe Biden's administration is empowering Maduro's government. According to Rubio, by re-establishing connections between the United States and Venezuela, Biden is encouraging the rest of the countries in the Americas to do the same. This would only legitimize Maduro as president and give him even more power over citizens. Democrat Senator Bob Mendes of New Jersey said at a press conference on Wednesday the 18th that lifting sanctions on Venezuela and Cuba sends a confusing message. Mendes said that Russia, Venezuela, and Cuba violated human rights, so it would not be ideal to tighten the sanctions imposed on Russia due to the war and lift the ones against Cuba and Venezuela. On Tuesday the 24th, at the World Economic Forum in Davos, the president of Colombia, Ivan Duque, asked the world's top leaders to continue to fight for the return of democracy in Venezuela. Duque informed that there are around 1 million Venezuelans in Colombia under the temporary protection statute, who have arrived in his country fleeing from the dictatorship of Nicolás Maduro. On that note about Colombia, Venezuelans in Colombia, who wish to register for the temporary protection statute, may do so until the 28th of May. The status is valid only for Venezuelans who have entered Colombia before the 31st of January 2021. Colombians living in Venezuela will be able to vote at the Venezuelan-Colombian border for the Colombian presidential elections. Even though the elections are going to be held in Colombia, on the 29th, Colombians living in Venezuela can vote throughout the week at the posts deployed at the border between the countries. Still on the topic of migration, on Thursday the 19th, Nicolás Maduro asked the United Nations Refugee Agency to support Venezuelan migrants in different countries. Maduro assured that Delcy Rodriguez, vice president of Venezuela, has recently met with the agency's directive to start managing resources to support migrants. In addition, Maduro asked the agency to invest in the project Plan Vuelta a la Patria, or the Return to the Homeland plan. This plan provides flights for migrants to return to Venezuela. This plan has brought back around 30,000 migrants out of the 7 million Venezuelans who have left the country in recent years. On Tuesday the 24th, Pedro Castillo, president of Peru, said in a public statement that the migratory situation of Venezuelans in Peru who have committed crimes should be revised. Castillo assured that more than 1.5 million Venezuelans live in the country and that both insecurity and migration are problems that his government must solve in the best possible way. 
On Monday the 23rd, Spain updated its entry regulations for Venezuelans. This update relaxes the entry requirements that had been tightened due to COVID-19. From now on, travelers over 12 years old will only have to present one of the following documents, a vaccination card, a medical certificate of having recovered from COVID-19, or a negative PCR or antigens test. If you want to present a vaccination card, recall that you must have received a vaccine approved by the World Health Organization or by the European Medicines Agency. Rumors spread on social media about Venezuelans no longer needing a visa to enter the Dominican Republic. However, the Consulate of the Dominican Republic quashed the rumors on its official accounts by saying that Venezuelans still need a tourist visa to enter the country. And in court updates, on Tuesday the 24th, Claudia Patricia Guillén, better known as Chavez's nurse, pleaded not guilty and requested a jury trial. On the 12th of May, Guillén was, extra- was extradited to Florida from Spain where she faces three charges of money laundering. On Monday the 23rd, Amnesty International requested Rafael Lacava, Carabobo's governor, to withdraw the lawsuit against the representatives of NGOs Provea and Centro Gumilla. Amnesty International asked to avoid blockages and the accountability of the police chain of command. The police is accused of carrying out over 200 extrajudicial executions. Now let's move on to some economic news. Russia's invasion of Ukraine is affecting the Venezuelan economy. 80% of the country's fertilizers were imported from Russia, Belarus, and Ukraine. Currently, there is a deficit that could impact the food industry in the coming months. The Confederation of Associations of Agricultural Producers in Venezuela informed that the last time they purchased fertilizers was between October and December of last year. The Confederation said that even though there are fertilizers in stock, it will only be enough to supply companies for only a few more weeks. Several Latin American countries are facing the same problem. In other times, it was possible to meet the demand with products derived from national oil industry, but currently due to paralyzation of several plants, that is not possible. Also because of the invasion of Ukraine, Russia lowered its oil prices on the international market in order to steal Venezuela's customers. Despite this, according to The Economist Pilar Navarro of Medley Global Advisors, Russian oil does not directly compete with Venezuela since Venezuelan oil is much heavier. Speaking of oil, on Sunday the 22nd, the Cardon refinery in western Venezuela was caught in fire. The minister of petroleum, Tarek Aysami, assured that this fire was quickly extinguished and that it did not affect in any way the productivity nor the infrastructure of the refinery. On Monday the 23rd, Nicolas Maduro said that the country's oil and hydroelectric complexes are suffering terrorist attacks. Maduro assured that President of Colombia, Ivan Duque, was behind the recent fires in some refineries as well as some failures of the national electric system. Also on Monday the 23rd, the government published two decrees on taxes. 1,200 products will no longer be included in the import tax exemption, so now one must have to pay taxes when importing these products. Domestic producers have been complaining for months because they said it was impossible to compete with imported products. And now they are finally heard. Among the products that require taxes are food items and footwear. 
Products such as imported medicines and medical equipment will remain free of value-added taxes and import duties, as well as products that are not produced in Venezuela. And on health news, the international organization Doctors Without Borders recently said mental health is one of the most important problems that Venezuela needs to address. Since 2021, the organization has tried to help out low-income individuals with mental health issues. As the economic crisis and the COVID-19 pandemic increased disorders associated with depression and anxiety exponentially. And to close this edition, the Alcatraz Rugby Club, created by the Hacienda Santa Teresa, Rome House, and made up of ex-convicts, reached the quarterfinals of the Costa Blanca Rugby Sevens Tournament. The tournament took place in Spain on Saturday the 21st and Sunday the 22nd, and apart from the Venezuelan team, elite rugby teams from Europe and Africa participated in the competition. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. Want to help us out? Hit the subscribe button and tell your friends about us. Let us know your thoughts and ideas by emailing us at venezuela at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram at rorschachvenezuela and Twitter at rorschachv. Hasta la próxima!